Welcome back to From My POV with Emily Savar. Today, we have the CEO and founder of Stargirl, Natalie Alyssa. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me. Of course. I'm so stoked to have Natalie on the show, mainly because throwback all the way to 2019, I was working for an agency and one of my coworkers, her brother is dating Natalie. And I was like, okay, <laughs> didn't know her at the time. And she said, yo, I know you love sweatsuits so much. You should follow my, I mean, sister-in-law, kind of, almost, mm-hmm. on Instagram because she's launching a new brand that's all about sweatsuits. And I was like, okay, followed Natalie. Here we are, star girl, two years later, yeah, I guess. Yeah, two years later. That is such a small that world. That is such a small world. Like, that's pretty crazy. And it's weird because I, like, wouldn't have known about Natalie at first mm-hmm. if I hadn't met the friend. Yeah. So it's like, it's kind of weird how everyone, we were just talking about how everyone knows everyone in Toronto, but yes. really grateful for that because so I good. friggin' love this brand. And anyone who follows me on Instagram knows <laughs> I literally post about Stargirl all the time because and I love it so much. I love that. Like, I seriously, <laughs> I appreciate that so much. Like, all the support. Yeah. No, the brand is dope. And if you need to check it out, at Shop Stargirl on Instagram, check it out for some dope sweatsuits. And they did summer stuff as well last yes. year. Which was very very exciting because yes. it's a little different for us but yeah. yeah I was all over that too yeah all of it all of it is in my current class. I love it <laughs> so why don't we just like start by you telling a bit about yourself where did you grow up did you go to school if you went to university or college all that kind of thing yeah so I grew up just a little bit outside of Toronto actually in the GTA okay in Caledon well, okay Brampton first then moved to Caledon and I always dreamt of living in the city. Like that was my dream to yeah. come to Toronto. I remember my mom would take us down and we would like just go for shopping days. And I'd be looking around being like, I need to be a city I need girl, to live here. like yeah. a city girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I ended up at Ryerson University downtown. Okay. Yeah. And I went for marketing. Okay. And yeah, from there, I kind of just found my whole, you know, Instagram fashion journey downtown. Okay. And I had the full intention of doing the whole business thing and coming down here and working for an agency and, you know, working in marketing, but it kind of just like flowed in this direction with where I'm at now. So, wow, that's so interesting. You went to school for marketing and then kind of moved into the fashion world. Why didn't you go to school for fashion originally? Yeah, I honestly had no idea at the time that I wanted to be in fashion, like to the extent that I am now. Okay. Like it was always something, it was a hobby. It was something I was really, you know, into on the side, but I honestly didn't know I could make a job out of it. Like no one had really talked to me about that. Yeah. Either too. Like I feel like your page on Instagram is huge. And that wasn't really a thing no. all these years ago. Yeah, being an influencer, like yeah. it wasn't as much of a job as it is no. now to say that. So I think I kind of had to find it along the way. Right. Um, so yeah, I just had the more traditional route in mind. Okay. Going to work, you know, in a marketing agency right. of some kind, like working on Bay Street. Like that was right. honestly like, like more what corporate. I was. Yeah, corporate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to do. That's so, so interesting. It's crazy to see where I'm at now, but I know I'm way happier doing what yeah. I'm doing than that. Yeah. Because for I'm sure. such a creative person. So thinking yeah, so about that choice. Route, I don't know. It would have been if it would have been the same. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So then what made you fall in love with fashion? Like when did you really realize you were into it that much? Yeah, I think I mean in high school I was always the one kind of wearing like different outfits. Like okay. people kind of knew me for that. Like I was always a little bit more creative. Okay. My high school was also an art school. 
So I was in a visual arts program. So being creative was always something that I was drawn to. And that was what I like to do. And so fashion just became something that I really loved, especially moving downtown, seeing how much opportunity there was down here to get involved in fashion. Right. It became something I saw as, oh, this can be a job. Like I volunteered at Toronto Fashion Week dressing the models before they were. There was these things happening in Toronto that I had never seen before. I'm like, wow, there's real people doing real jobs in fashion. And because it was something I loved already just on the side as like a hobby, I kind of merged the two. And like once I realized social media was there too, it kind of was like this perfect storm. Like the best of both worlds kind of thing. So I could also take my marketing sense though and put it into this as a business because it's a huge part of what I do, obviously. Yeah. Wow. That is is so interesting because it's not often you hear of entrepreneurs who went to school for something, but then kind of went a different route to yep. get to where they are now. Exactly. Right? Like yeah. they usually use some like use something they took from school, whatever it may be, into mm-hmm. their brand. But it is cool that you went to school for marketing, decided, hey, I could do yes. this. I love fashion. Yeah. Let's kind of like pivot. Exactly. You know what I mean? And I even remember seeing the girls and guys who were in the fashion program. Um, at Ryerson and thinking that looks so cool and I'd be seeing them doing this but I was in my marketing classes and just knowing like I had that little bit of interest right I knew there was something there so I just kept diving into things here in Toronto to try to see if it was something I wanted to do that's so sick yeah so then Stargirl what was the inspiration that sparked the creation of like mainly for your first job with sweatsuits, right? Yes. Yeah. Why sweatsuits? That, <laughs> yeah, that happened because I truly could not find a sweatsuit or a hoodie with the fit and style that I was looking for. Like right. I wanted it to have more of a masculine fit. I honestly would go to H&M in the men's section to get just a plain black hoodie yeah. that fit the way I wanted. For some reason at the time, like you would go into the women's section, it would always be like cropped. It would be pink. It right. would have some kind of like, I don't know, jewels on it or something. Yeah, like, yeah. like there wasn't or like anything. like some weird ass graphic. Yeah, that you're just some... like, I'm not wearing this. <laughs> yeah, some quote on the back or yeah. like something that just didn't mean, what, yeah. you know? I know. Um. So yeah, I wanted to create something that was that fit and style but for women got it that's when i came out with the three sweatsuits with the black the red and the gray with the signature like oversized star girl fit love it yeah how did you know you were ready i didn't (laughs) (laughs) just did it oh my gosh i and i didn't know i was ready at all like i was not ready and i think that's part of it is like i think we all wait for this perfect moment to be ready to start things and i realized really quickly with starting a clothing brand like i was going to learn it along the way like i didn't go to fashion school right so i was literally learning this along the way and i'm so glad that i did that and it wasn't perfect off yeah off the jump like learning curve yeah yeah so yeah to say the least I wasn't ready but so on that note what kind of challenges did you face that you maybe didn't realize getting into it I would say the financial standpoint is something that not a lot of people talk about like it's not a quick google how much can you or how much do you need to put into a clothing line to get it started yeah um you can kind of figure it out but I think it's something that you just need to dive in and learn along the way how much things cost but also how long things take like I'm already working on summer right now, which is so right. hard for me to even sometimes think about because right. I'm just not in that headspace. But it's part of the journey. Like you have to you have to plan start ahead. so far in advance. And I'm completely self-funded. Like I didn't have any, you know, grants or investors. So everything's coming out of pocket for Insane. me. But 
yeah, just really learning how much things cost. That was a big learning curve from the beginning. Yeah. And the time. And you're 100% right, though. Like, yeah. that's one thing I think that people don't talk about when they start clothing brands. Because mm-hmm. I, myself, even working for a marketing agency that does apparel, yeah. they're like, we're planning for next fall. I'm like, <laughs> so what? crazy. Like, I won't see this shoe till next yeah, fall? How right? does that work? And I never understood the, like, process behind it's it. so insane. Working in retail all my life never really knew the background kind of thing. And, like, yep. now knowing that, I'm like, that's insane. Yeah. It's insane how much you have to plan. Yeah, months in advance. So that was a learning curve because I'm like, oh, I can just design it and it'll be here at my doorstep right like, next month. Like, no. Right. Yeah. And where is the manufactured? Where is it? Yeah. So it's overseas in okay. Asia. So that was actually also Interesting. a huge learning curve because I launched Stargirl in January of 2020. Right. COVID mm-hmm. hit mm-hmm. in March. So that was really yes, crazy. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. On one side, it was a weird blessing because I was putting out sweatsuits and at the time people wanted, you know, loungewear right. because they were at home. So it was like this weird thing that that did work out. Yeah. But at the same time, it was so difficult because all of the lead times for shipping was so crazy. Yeah. Like things were not being shipped. I don't know, like shipping costs were yeah. through the roof. Yeah. And also dealing with just shipping customers' packages out, like things were taking longer. Right. So that first year was like, I always say if I can get through that, I feel like I can get 100%. through it. 100%. Yeah. And like it was perfect. You're right. Because yeah. the market for loungewear and sweatsuits like just boomed because no one was going anywhere. Everyone wanted a cute sweatsuit or three because they were wearing them every day on their Zoom calls, whatever yeah. it was. And it's like, that was the go-to thing. Like, I'm trying to think back actually to the pandemic. And like, I had the one sweatsuit, the black one, right? And I went home to be with my family during the the first few months of COVID because it was like a scary ass time. And I was like, I don't want to be downtown, mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously. And I just wore that sweatsuit everywhere because I'm like, I where am I that. going? Do you know what I mean, though? Like, I'm not going nowhere. And then before that, I even I got it in February. I used to wear it on my Sundays after being at the bar on Saturday nights and go for strolls for pizza in my sweatsuit because I'm like, I want to be the most comfortable I could possibly be. That is so cool. And I <laughs> love to hear that because I think you touched on something, too, of like why I started the brand was to not only have like a sweatsuit that you just lounged in, but that could also work. Yeah. For like your daily. You can mix match that with yeah, anything. Like that's it the, still that's feels elevated. I love to hear that you wore it like that because yeah. that was the intent. Yeah. So biker yeah. shorts, oversized sweater. And because they're oversized, that's what makes them dope because they're right. not like cutting you in a weird <laughs> yes. crop way. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and they're not like tight around your legs. Like they just like hang off you yes. with your shorts, like some Jordans. Yeah. That's you the vibe. You got it. You yeah, but I only have it. it because I follow you on Instagram. <laughs> I don't think I would have it oh if gosh. I didn't follow you. Honestly. Well, thank you. <laughs> no, of course. What was your favorite part of launching the brand despite all the challenges you faced? Yeah, I would say honestly connecting with people like that has been the coolest part of it. You know, being here right now with you, for example, just hearing how you're wearing the brand. Like these little stories, these are the reasons why I keep going. And yeah. like, I'm able to keep pushing through the hard moments is just seeing that someone actually chose to put Stargirl on that day. Right. And that I could have an impact on them feeling confident in what they're wearing. Like that's what this is all about. And I just, that's honestly been the best part of this whole process is yeah. just like having that kind of impact and just being able to connect with people through something that I created. Like it's just yeah. really cool. What kind of importance do you think Stargirl, the brand holds in the fashion world? Like you said, you were making them because you couldn't find something 
that mm-hmm. fit you properly or you wanted to wear in the sweatsuit realm. What do you think the importance of the brand is? Yeah. So I think it's even evolved from where it started. Yeah. Um, being in a streetwear space, which is mainly men, um, I think there's a huge opportunity for women in streetwear. Yeah. And that's what I'd love to see more is just women having a voice in streetwear and having you know, these platforms. Yep. Um, and I think it's definitely evolved into that. That's what I see for Stargirl in the future is just being kind of this disruptor and like pushing yeah. the boundaries of what women can wear. And I'm seeing that like, you know, a lot of women are kind of wearing more masculine outfits and that's becoming more of a standard that yeah. is acceptable. And yeah, that's what Stargirl's all about. Just kind of like feeling confident in whatever you're wearing yeah. and, and not maybe being the norm of what feminine outfits are. I love that though. And I, totally agree with the way that fashion is going mm-hmm. to because when you really think back like girls weren't wearing like baggy shorts right and like biker shorts just came into the world all of a sudden not used for biking and used as a fashion piece and it was like what like girls yeah. wear that kind of thing and it was like it was weird to people like I remember when I was wearing them my mom was like I don't get it <laughs> right. you know what I mean yeah. I'm like mom I'm comfortable like I can wear a baggy t-shirt or a baggy sweater over top and like this is my chill with air forces like whatever yep. you know what I mean like, that's a my... go-to summer for me yeah my standard look all the time mm-hmm. and so I think even your your biker shorts that you put out last summer was last yes, summer? Yes, last yeah. summer. With the pockets? Yes. That was different though, right? right? Like I was like, I need those because I have every other pair of basic. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That I need something different that's mm-hmm. going to elevate my outfit, you know? Definitely. It's just the thing. It's the thing. I love that you see that too. As you can see, I love this brand. And yes. I literally already <laughs> said that. I'm just like obsessed with it and I just buy everything. <laughs> but like, no, it's like, it's it's so true. And I really like the disruptor mm-hmm. factor of it that it's like disrupting the fashion world because it. I think that that needs to happen. And I think over time, more and more brands will realize that. Yeah. But you're doing it first, which yes. is, you know, yeah. kudos to you because that's Thank awesome. Thank you. I appreciate it. What do you think the secret is to creating brands that will last in a market space with repeat customers? Because obviously I see you post that you love like when your customers buy more than one or buy the summer and then the winter and the hat and whatever. How do you establish those customers and find those repeats? That's a really good question. Um, I would say it's so important for brands to really show up and show your face and actually connect with people like one on one. That's so important for me. Like I'm always involving Uh, my community and customers in the decision making process right so if I want to put out a new color sweatsuit I will put up a poll and ask what colors do you guys want to see right or I'm you know going into my dms asking people what they thought of the product how it's fitting them I think just like diving in and actually like engaging with people and not being afraid to show your face in front of the brand I know sometimes it's hard because you want to keep things professional and maybe not always like put yourself in front of it but I think that emotional connection with you as a person behind the brand is what keeps people around because they're yeah. connected to you. And I think that came naturally to me just being an influencer. Yep. But even if you're not, like, um, people want to connect to who's behind the brand and the right. story behind it. And I think that's been a huge thing for me in keeping, like, loyal customers. Yeah. So that would be kind of what I would say to anyone who's starting out. And I think, too, just to, like, toot your horn in a way, like, I had an issue ordering that sweatsuit. I like DM'd you and you answered within minutes. And I was like, thank God I know her Mm -hmm. or I would have had two pairs of pants. Do you know what I mean? Like that I think is extremely important, especially in local brands and local businesses, because 
that's the face that you're associating the brand with. Like if you can't have an open conversation or like email them and know you're going to get a response, it like makes it a little harder to buy from. Definitely. You know what I mean? So like that is you're 100% right. That is a huge difference. In the yeah. Brands. Just like a friendship, really. Like, yeah. That's how I see it. Like you Very can true. message me and I will answer the yeah. actual person behind the brand. Yeah. yeah. No, I 100% agree. Mm-hmm. So on that note, how important is it on social media to present your brand like in, you said in a professional way or how often should you be posting like that kind of thing as a brand, do you think? Yeah. I mean, obviously, ideally, people are going to say once a day, like, right? every day. But even for me on Stargirl, that's not even realistic for my schedule all the time. Yeah. But I would say weekly, you know, like, and I think when you have a small business, you may not have a ton of product to post every single day about right. or have enough assets to post every single day. Yeah. But I think a good tip is if you can at least show up every week and even posting things that are just engaging your customers, maybe it's not about your product specifically. Maybe right. it's a poll, like a winter style poll. Yeah. And you're just engaging your customers in more of a lifestyle way. That's even a really great way to build content through your week yeah. where it's not only just about your product because it can be super overwhelming to yeah. think you have to post every single day. Yeah. And maybe you only have two products. Like it's going to get repetitive. Right. Or you don't have enough assets to mm-hmm. post through the entire week. Right. So there's other ways that you can engage people. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like too, the one thing I noticed about Stargirl's page is like it's, even if it's a quote or a photo of something else, it like relates right brand do you know what I mean like it's not like super random yeah right yeah so I think for me and that like actually also working in marketing I have realized like makes shareable content in itself like you'll post like a photo of a Jordan and I'm like that's sick I'm gonna share that on my story because I just like the photo Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean and like it makes it easier to like expose the brand to other people whatever it may be so I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And just building the lifestyle of the brand. Like even though maybe your product is sweatsuits, there's other areas that your customers are engaging with or interested in. Like you said, maybe in the Jordans or like a quote or something that's not necessarily related to your product, but it's building this whole entire world around your brand. And then in part to that, your personal brand, like how important do you feel like it is to tie your personal brand to Stargirl? Because you already have a streetwear lifestyle brand right and at first you know I actually kept it separate a little bit more I don't know why I think I was maybe because I was just starting out Stargirl and I was still trying to get my footing with what it was going to be but now my goal is for this year to put myself more into Stargirl yeah and really use my style on my personal page and integrate that even further into what Stargirl is. There's going to be a lot of new stuff coming this year that kind of resembles Dope. more I'm of like what I'm wearing. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a huge thing for me now is just building kind of that whole brand around my personal brand. Yeah. And Stargirl is an extension of that. And if you really think about it, right, like you have a niche page because you build outfits that are like sweatpants with a vest and Jordans like it's what we all want to wear or <laughs> me at least every day but like that is your brand do you know mm-hmm. what I mean so I feel like you're kind of like your star girl is kind of like your clothes like it's like they're buying customers are buying your outfits exactly that's what you wear it's almost you know? like a glorified yeah merch. it is kind of like that it's like merch that's how I look really at it is. like yeah it's almost like merch yeah but a clothing brand and yeah. That is so true. I, yeah. I literally just thought of that. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. This is all connected. <laughs> it's all connecting. It's making sense. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes total sense. Right. Wow. Yes. Okay. Love that. Um, <laughs> and on that note too, like 
how did you decide like you know how like lifestyle and fashion influencers go kind of like all over the map with the mm-hmm. fashions like you stick obviously to like baggier clothing street style how did you find that niche worked for you yeah that was a long process yeah like, i started posting on instagram consistently in like 2017 okay even 2016 and if you look back then, my style was completely different than what it is now. And that's just like the journey of finding your, you know, true style. Yeah. And it didn't happen overnight. Um, but over the last couple of years is when I truly found streetwear. And it just makes me feel confident. Yeah. You know, nothing else made me feel this way. Yeah. And I was like, why am I trying to fit into maybe what other people are doing when this is just what makes me feel my best right so until i found that true confidence just be like i'm gonna do my own thing like if you look back it was all over the place like i was wearing yeah and that's cool too like honestly i might change up my style like yeah well you're you know allowed I mean? to change yeah. your style you know what <laughs> right. i mean and people yeah. say that like are you gonna stay in this like street where right. like i don't know it could, it could evolve it probably will soon who yeah. knows but right now this is what i feel most confident wearing right. but if you look back yeah there was like all sorts of different outfits and it's crazy how over time like your your yeah. fashion changes like it's just like exactly. that's the way life goes though yes. you know what i mean i everyone could look back at their instagram right yeah. now and be like ew right i'm never wearing that again yes <laughs> kind of thing you yeah know? exactly do you find it difficult to come up with new outfits to post you know what you think i would but honestly i'm just inspired like I try my best to stay inspired there's obviously weeks where I'm like I don't know what I'm gonna post this week but I really try to stay inspired and you know keeping up with trends that I'm interested in and want to kind of put my own spin on yeah um but there's definitely weeks where I'm like honestly in a rut you know like creatively too it's like you get burnt out like it's by the end of last year like around the holidays I was just like I couldn't yeah I just couldn't do it and I need to take time off, but you need to do that sometimes yeah. because that's what fuels your creativity back again. Totally. So if you don't post for like a week or, you know, then you get that fuel back and you're like, I, okay, I have some inspiration now. Yeah. But 100%. Yeah. That's a really good thing to note, everyone listening. <laughs> yeah. Take a break if you take need a, a break. break. Especially if you're a brand owner and you're running oh your my own gosh. personal brand. Like that's two jobs. Yeah. In the same day. Do you have a team or is it just you? It's me. <laughs> oh my God. No. So take that in everyone as well. <laughs> I have, well, okay, a huge thing last year was moving Stargirl into a warehouse. So right. So now I have a team who fulfills everything for okay. me. Okay, Which, it. so at the beginning, that was crazy, like... Were you doing that at your house? Yes. Oh, everything was okay. in my closet, <laughs> shipping, going Got over to, you know, Shoppers Drug Mart, you know, handing over the packages. Wow, That's how okay. it was. But then I was really happy to finally you know, pass that off. Yeah. I'm trying to get better at being okay with asking for help. Yeah. Because I'm a little bit of like, you know, controlling with my brand. Yeah. Like yeah. I, you know. It's so, every entrepreneur is. Yeah. Everyone is the I same in that way. They can all relate to that. Yeah. But I'm trying to get better at like passing things off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. To someone who can do it better than me because I'm like spread too thin. Right. Right. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So what's the future like holding? I mean, obviously don't tell, you can't tell us like yeah. what's coming. Um, But like what, what do you see with the brand? Yeah. Like where would you like it to go long term? I, I see it as a streetwear destination for women to shop. So it, I want to expand my products. I want to just continue to be creative and what you're going to see on Stargirl is going to be a lot more expanded this okay. year. So, you know, it started out with sweatsuits, but it's going to expand into other products. Cool. And yeah, I see it as just a known streetwear destination for women to go to. Because even me as a streetwear creator and fashion blogger, there's not a ton of streetwear shops 
to go right. to. I right. can name on like a few right. that are really dedicated to streetwear for women. Got it. So that's like Would you vision. ever do like a like an actual storefront in Toronto? I would love to do a pop-up. Okay. I think that would be so cool to do that. Yeah, that'd more. be fun. Just to engage with people here because there's such a community. And yeah. I feel like for people to come and actually touch and feel the clothes, like everything is through social media. So it'd be great right. to meet people and just have like pop-ups. Yeah. It's a goal. Who knows? Maybe that'll happen yeah. this year. No, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Or I'll just walk around in <laughs> sweatsuits and I'll just promote it. Like my I, ambassador. <laughs> I'm ambassador. <laughs> yeah. Walking around, buy this sweatsuit. Everyone. No, that's what I do on a daily basis. No, so but that's so do important. That. Really, it is. <laughs> this has been so fun. So and fun. like kind of like a fangirl moment for me, <laughs> Loki. So um, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. This of was course. really fun. This was so great. We've been trying to do this uh, for a while for now. A while. So um, yeah. it finally happened and really stoked So that. glad. But guys, follow her yes. on Instagram, Natalie Alyssa, and also at Shop Stargirl for all of your sweatsuit needs and everything coming this year. It's gonna be gonna be epic. And I will be back next week for another episode of From My POV. We out. Mm-hmm.